Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Yokohama Avid Ascend LX. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Tuesday, May 25th. Not a great night in the association. I'm not even going to... Talk about the Bucks Heat disaster. That was a debacle. We're actually starting today with the NFL. Yes, but first of all, I got to give a shout out to Clipper Daryl. He actually showed up. Uh, come on, came on the podcast. We chatted. Listen, he seems like a nice guy. I get it. He's president of the Clipper Nation. He's got to be an, an apologist for his squad. But my goodness, they have. I don't want to call it the game of the century. Um, coming up here against. Um, the Dallas Mavericks, but folks, they cannot lose game two. Um, they they just if you lose game two, you go down 0-2 to Dallas. Uh, you could just Paul George might as well put his house on the market out here in LA. Kawhi Leonard's gonna be looking, you know, uh for, for any landing spot. It's gonna get spicy if the Mavericks are able to take down the Clippers in game two. But we got a lot of other stuff to get to. So thank you to Clipper Daryl for coming on the pod. We have a great guest coming up tomorrow as well. We got some heavy hitters lined up this folks for this week. Very excited about that. I want to open today on the NFL because, you know, quarterbacks are kind of a big deal. And Aaron Rodgers happened to go on Sports Center 
on Monday, I think it was Monday night, and Kenny Main was hosting like his final show. Kenny Main's been there for like 30 years. And Aaron Rodgers, I guess, is buddies with Kenny Main. So Aaron Rodgers goes on, and of course, Kenny Main asks him about the situation in Green Bay. And here's exactly what Aaron Rodgers said, and I know it's going to come to your head the second I open my mouth. I love the coaching staff. Love my teammates. Love the fan base in Green Bay. It's just kind of about a philosophy and maybe forgetting that it is about the people that make the thing go. That, my friends, is a direct shot at Brian Gutekunst, the GM who drafted Jordan Love. Now, before you say Rodgers is throwing Jordan Love under the bus, he says, with my situation, look, it's never been about the draft pick, Jordan. I love Jordan. He's a great kid. A lot of fun to work together. Okay? This is not about necessarily Jordan Love, the person or the player or what he could be or what he is. This is about the GM making an executive decision going above the coaching staff's head at the 2020 draft, calling an audible, and just deciding, I'm doing this. And, you know, it's difficult to find a parallel to this, but think about it. You're married. You got kids. Everything's rolling great. And all of a sudden, you get a job offer on the other side of the country or in another on another continent. You accept it and you go to your family and say, hey, we out. You don't tell you you didn't tell them anything. You just make the decision. Like you can't do that as a husband. You got to discuss this with the wife. If depending on how old the kids are or what's going on with them, they might factor into the equation. But this is a discussion to be had. You can't just go and draft Jordan Love, who, by the way, and I'll say it for the seventy ninth time, led college football in interceptions the year before he was drafted. Okay. You can't do that when you've got Aaron Rodgers and you just went to the NFC title game. I am 100,000% on Rodgers' side here, and it's pretty clear that the Green Bay Packers have a big, big problem on their hands. I think the solution is easier than everybody thinks. Uh, Hello? Hi. You have Aaron Rodgers at quarterback. You go to him. Aaron, you are the franchise. You've been great for us for 15 years. You're a legend, in this town, in this city, in the lore of this franchise. What would make you stay? Tell me. And then you start the negotiation. What Aaron Rodgers wants, basically he gets. You want an extension? Done deal. You want Jordan Love out of here? Not a great look for you, but we will strongly consider it. Like, folks, you got to appease the superstar. Which brings us to the other big NFL story early in the week. And, of course, this one deals with FS1 Network that currently pays me money. Um, So, obviously, I'm not going to take any shots here at guys who I know a little. I know Shannon Sharp a little bit. We're we're not buddies. I've talked to Skip way more than I have Shannon. Shannon Sharp called up Julio Jones on uh, Monday on Undisputed. And Julio said, I'm out of here, man. Or I'm out of there, man. Talking about Atlanta. It's done. And, you know, you start to ask around, like, whoa, what's going on? And it's funny because then all the reporters come out and say, yep, yep, Julio Jones asked for a trade demand three months ago. And um, Falcons have been trying to trade him, but they haven't found a suitor yet. And uh, this kills all or any trade leverage that they had. So it's it's either the reporters knew this and they didn't report it, which would kind of mean they're carrying water for the franchises. Like, I know the deal, but I'm not going to blow up your spot. Like, that doesn't mean you're a reporter. I'm not saying it means you're a mouthpiece, 
but it definitely is a sign that like you're not a hardcore dogged reporter. And I know you got to play the relationships and all that. And maybe it was well known that Julio Jones wanted out. Of course, this revelation that he made to Shannon Sharp kind of kills the Falcons trade leverage. Um, ain't nobody offering him a first round pick now. Everybody knows Julio says he's out of there. He's done. He wants out. Now, this is where it gets tricky. Um, Julio Jones has the largest cap hit of any receiver in the NFL. I would say Julio Jones undeniably is a top 10 receiver. Is he top five? I don't know. Two years ago, yes, he was. Is he now? I don't know. I it's it's difficult. I given the injuries last year and what happened with Julio Jones and he's starting to play a little bit less and the snaps are down. Um, yeah, I, I'm not a huge believer that he's a top five receiver in the league. I'm not. This is not taking a shot at him. Uh, I'm not. I don't think Julio Jones is uh, a bum by any stretch. Is he top five? I don't know. Like, you know, he's he's very talented. He's obviously the number one in Atlanta, but. You know, the NFL's loaded with young... NFL's a young man's game. I, all these sports really are. Um, I don't know. Would you rather have Stephon Diggs or Julio Jones? I mean, I, Stephon Diggs was incredible. Did you see the impact he made last year on Josh Allen? Um, DeAndre Hopkins or Julio Jones? DeAndre Hopkins is really good. Devontae Adams, maybe the best route runner in football. Or Julio. I mean, Devontae Adams had 18 touchdowns last year. 18. DK Metcalf, uh, a little more limited uh, in terms of uh, skill set, but my gosh, is he a speedster and just one of the toughest guys around. Um, Tyreek Hill, like, I mean, you go on down the list, there's a lot of guys that are really, really talented. Julio's certainly top 10. Is he top five? I don't know. That being said, all I hear are two teams for Julio Jones, and I've got a surprise team for you. And again, you ask around what's going on with Julio. This is a guy who's very quiet. I told a story on my radio show, Julio Jones was in the Super Bowl, Falcons-Patriots a few years back. And you know what, how it's like uh, Super Bowl week when you got all these marketing opportunities and all these people are coming to throw money at you, you know, and it's essentially a, a cash grab. Super Bowl week, media opportunities, you could pick up easy money. I was told at the time Julio was offered high six figures to do a tweet a tweet for a certain company. And he was like, I can't, I can't deal with that distraction. I'm not doing it. And like, that's the kind of guy he is. He's very low key. He's not about that money. He isn't just about the money and the fame and all that stuff. Like he's a pretty low key guy. Baker Mayfield leads the league in commercials. Odell Beckham loves to be a superstar. That's not really Julio Jones MO. And I'm, I'm, I'm telling you right now, like, I know that you're going to read a lot about the Patriots make sense and maybe the Jaguars make sense. I would say the Jags make a little more sense. I don't think the Patriots really do. They just went shopping, spent a lot of money. They do have a quarterback on a rookie contract in Mac Jones, but they also have Cam Newton. Um, and they spent a ton of money in the offseason. This feels, and now people want to compare it to Randy Moss. Like, stop. Patriots had Tom Brady, guys. I, what are you getting Julio for? You're paying out the nose for a guy when you don't even know who your starting week one quarterback is? And the Jacksonville Jaguars, by the way, Julio Jones said he did not, on Undisputed, want to go to Dallas because he wants to win. Guy wants a Super Bowl ring. He was close. So why would he want to go to Jacksonville? Now, the problem, of course, is he doesn't have trade leverage. So 
he's going to have to go wherever the Falcons ship him. Now, you could always play hardball and say, you know what, I'd rather retire, blah, blah, blah. If memory serves, Antonio Brown was going to be headed to the Buffalo Bills, and I think he said no and then went to the Raiders because he didn't want to deal with the cold weather and blah, blah, blah. Josh Ad- uh, Josh Allen, all that stuff. That was before Josh Allen became a star. Um, I, I, I personally think the team to watch here is in the AFC. I think they have one more chance. The window is kind of shrinking for them, and that's the Tennessee Titans. Julio Jones in Tennessee with Ryan Tannehill and Derrick Henry and A.J. Brown. Is there a potential for that? Well, here, here are a couple reasons why. Number one, Derrick Henry has led the league in uh, carries and I believe yards as well the last two years. And they're really running him into the ground. Now, we know at about 30 years old, historically, running backs have hit a wall. They turn into a pumpkin. Well, Derrick Henry's carries are going up, and he turns 28 in January. Okay? His window is shrinking. Ryan Tannehill, you know, they've, been, they've had a couple good playoff runs here. Just making the postseason has been something of a surprise for me. And you wonder how much longer that window is open with Tannehill and Henry. They just lost their, uh, their offensive coordinator, Arthur Smith. They lost Corey Davis, a wide receiver. They lost their number one tight end, Jonu Smith. So, like, all of a sudden, Tennessee starting to lose guys on offense. Now, defensively, they did get a little bit better. I don't know that they could have got much worse. Uh, you know, the depth chart, when you look at it last year, it was just like, geez, who are these guys? Um, it, there's just not a ton of talent there. That being said, I did like in the offseason picking up Autry from the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, Bud Dupree obviously coming off the injury in Pittsburgh. He will be a factor once he's healthy. We'll see Jackrabbit Jenkins at corner. Um, Caleb uh, Farley, the cornerback uh, from Virginia Tech, we'll see how he does coming off the injury. So there's a lot of question marks on this defense, but is the potential there? Well, hell yeah, it is. I mean, this undeniably is a Tennessee team. I've largely written them off of the AFC. I think they're going downhill. But you add Julio Jones. I think you maybe extend the window a little bit for this Tannehill-Henry thing. Tennessee, for me, would be the team to watch. I can't find a team in the NFC outside of San Francisco. Uh, 49ers pretty clearly. Uh, Kyle Shanahan's system. Uh, 49ers clearly have to be a, an option should Atlanta want to deal in the NFC. But why would you want to do that? Where's the win there? Unless they're offering you a one, and I don't think they are, I, I, that doesn't make a ton of sense. But from a strictly scheme standpoint and fit, I'm sure Kyle Shanahan would love him. Apparently, the Rams have been sniffing around. I think we touched on that last week. Uh, McVay loves weapons. Doesn't make a ton of sense, but a lot of stuff the Rams have done has not, not made sense, and it still worked out well. So it's fun to get late May NFL stories featuring kind of big stars. This Aaron Rodgers thing, the Julio Jones situation. June 1, again, I'll keep saying this again. we got about a week until June 1, and that's when things could start to pop off. I mean, remember, there's some good free agents out there. I believe, I'm almost certain, that Richard Sherman is still on the market. Uh, He was a guy I thought the Jets had a shot at, and, I mean, you would have assumed it would have happened by now. Uh, hasn't. There's still a lot of talk about potentially Zach Ertz uh, getting being on the move uh, from Philadelphia. Uh, Sheldon Richardson, former Jet, um, 
still on the market. He can be a, a factor on the defensive line. He's not what he was like three years ago. Geno Atkins, um, there's some chatter that, you know, I know he's 33 years old, um, and it's been a couple years since he was really good, but uh, he, again, this is a former All-Pro. You never know. I mean, and Dominican Sue has had a nice run in Tampa as a veteran. Like, you get one of these veteran guys in the trenches, they give you leadership, experience, and they want one last bite at the apple. And the other guy I would say to keep an eye on is Melvin Ingram, um, who, who uh, was, was a total non-factor with the Chargers last year. I'm a big fan of his work. Um, it, it's weird that he is not signed to a team. Again, I don't want to just pump up my jets, but um, hello, we need pass rushers. Robert, Salah, your system is keen on we need a ton of pass rushers to just get at the quarterback and rotate, rotate, rotate. So maybe the Jets get in the mix for him. But NFL, not quite taking a backseat to the NFL playoffs. And why don't we take this opportunity to transition to the association? Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Firestone tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Firestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. So as I said at the outset of the pod, there was no good NBA on Monday night. I, it was a bad scheduling job by the league. Remember, Saturday, you had Clippers-Mavs open, so they get an extra day off. The Clippers-Mavs should have played last night. And if you want to get all conspiracy theorists, well, why didn't they play last night? And then, you you know, okay, well, look at the Tuesday lineup. It's loaded. It's ridiculously loaded. You have the Lakers, the Nets, and the Clippers. You could argue, Rob G., those are the three marquee teams in the league. Why would you have them all play one night? Maybe they're trying to gin up the ratings on Tuesday, make it like a must-see TV. I don't even really know what's on on Monday nights. Um, I'm really a DVR kind of guy. So I I don't even know what night. Like, I'll tell you the shows I watch on DVR, Rob, and I know you care. Manifest, NBC, uh, I don't even know what day it's on. All-American on the C-Dub. I don't even call it the C-W. It's just the C-Dub. All-American Manifest. What are the other ones? Uh, This Is Us, which is NBC, and I'm like seven episodes behind on that, so don't say anything. I know you won't. Um, Clarice, CBS, don't know what day it's on. And then there's something else, but like, I don't. Why on earth did they do this? Is disappointing on one level, but on the other level, it's like, whoa, we could get three really baller ass games on Tuesday night. I mean, Rob, be real. How much hoops did you watch on Monday? It, it was bad. Uh, well, let me tell you, I was very excited for Game Two of Miami and Milwaukee, and I watched the entire first quarter, and I didn't watch anything else after that. So you're the one. You watched the whole first quarter. I was seventeen just, to four. And Brent I didn't Forbes even turn was, it on. Was, was on fire. He was in fuego. He had a curry flurry going Wait, who, himself. Brent so. Forbes. Yes. Yeah, I think he was delivering DoorDash like three weeks ago, uh, <laughs> and now he's hitting like eight threes and a half. So I, I'm, my kid was doing a coding class, and I'm working on my taxes, and I look at the score on my phone, and it's seventeen four. I was like, well, this is a loss. You know, I bet the Heat first half, thinking Spolstra would make adjustments. You know. And got, yeah, did not end well for your boy. Um, and, and, you know, I, I, that, that series, I really thought the Bucks had a chance. I'm sorry, the Heat had a chance to beat the Bucks. I don't know if they had gotten game one, Rob. I think it would have messed with the Milwaukee psyche, but losing game one in overtime on the middle of the shot with less than a second left and then getting smoked by a million in game two, it feels like that series is kind of over. Yeah, yes, I would definitely say so. And I, I think that, you know, kudos to Milwaukee. You know, they, they always say when it comes to the NBA postseason is it's a maturation process. It's a growing process. You don't go from barely making the playoffs to NBA finals. That just doesn't work like that. You have to, you know, fall a few times before you learn how to walk. And Milwaukee, the last two seasons have disappointed. And I think what they needed is they needed to get that mental edge, that toughness that Miami quite frankly, had last season that they didn't have. And so I think them losing last year the way that they did made them mentally tougher. Because I think the way game one played out with Jimmy Butler couldn't hit the red side of a barn most of the game, 
and it was a still close game. And it took a Chris Middleton shot at the buzzer, basically, for them to pull it out. And I think if this was last year's Milwaukee team, they lose that game. So they come into game two with tons of confidence. They get hot. They stay hot. And rather than give the lead back, which a lot of teams do in the NBA nowadays with the three-point line, they kept their foot on their throat. So kudos to them. Yeah, it's it's weird. The whole like alternating games, like this guy wins game one, this guy wins game two. I really did think that Jimmy Butler would bounce back. I think he was three for 18, and Drew Holiday gave him some problems. And this is why they got Drew Holiday, right? Um, play defense. He, he blocked, I think, Butler's shot at the end of regulation or end of overtime that could have tied it or won the game. And like uh, Drew Holiday, he's a factor. He's definitely an upgrade for Bledsoe. There's no doubt about it. Um, but also alternating wins and losses um, is what you expect. Uh, Milwaukee 2-0 and now Portland, which won game one convincingly, got smoked in game two uh, against Denver. But again, I, I, these are like appetizers for me. I'm way, I don't know about you, Rob. I am geeked for tonight's games. I have kind of cleared off the schedule. Um, Celtics, Nets, do you give the Celtics a chance here? The, the line is ballooned out to nine and a half. Uh, no, I do not. And before we move on to tonight's game, really quickly for Portland, I know that during that game, I think it was the second quarter, where Dame just went bananas. Yeah. You know, I think he had 32 points at the half. Yes. And they were down by 12, even still. And I know a lot of people were saying, oh, well, you know, if only he had some help, you know, in Portland. And let me just say this. This, this is not, I don't even think it's a hot take, but people might take it that way. Dame Lillard outside of Trey Young, might be the worst defender in the NBA. You know, considering oh, his... no, that's a when you, when you factor in his status, if, if you just say he's a bad defender, you know, maybe shout out to our guy Duds, not, not the best defender, not very athletic. But, you know, Dame Lillard is a legitimate superstar. But one of the reasons why his teams are never going to win a championship in Portland is because you tend to take on the identity of your best player. And he has zero interest. I'm talking James Harden in Houston was an, an improvement relative to what Dame Lillard shows on the defensive end. And because of that, his teams in Portland have always been a bottom 10 defensive team. They have one of the greatest offenses ever. They can't guard anybody. So who cares when you're putting up 30 points and a half or you're shooting from the logo? That's all fine and dandy. Is he a worse defender than Steph Curry? Yes. Oh. Uh, that now yes. that that says something because Rob is a noted Steph Curry hater. Well, because Steph, um, it's a good uh, thing Steph we, wait, hold you, on, Rob. It's a good thing we did not have the podcast Saturday because you would have been gleefully just going. I mean, just bouncing off walls that Curry had gotten eliminated <laughs> uh, in overtime against Memphis. We're not touching that on the pod. Uh, sore subject. No, no but at least I, Steph has effort. He tries. Yeah. He tries. And that's, that, I mean, if you, if there's a thing about defense is whether you're a good defender or not, if you at least give me some effort, I'm not going to rip you up for it. And I'll Dame say, just yeah. shows no effort. I, I mean, listen, um, I, I've told you guys, Dame Lillard has gone to my gym in the offseason. I went up to introduce myself. We talked for, I don't know, 30 seconds, a minute, two minutes, whatever it was. And, you know, Lillard's listed at 6'2". He's not 6'2". Okay? Steph Curry is listed at 6'3". He's a legit 6'3". He is. I stood next to him. He is. He's significantly taller than me. You can go look on my Instagram. He's taller than me. Damian Lillard is... He's not eye-to-eye with me, but he... It's tough to be a defender in the NBA at point guard when you're 6'1". Or 6'0". And I'm not six feet tall. So, like, Dame is just... He's not that big of a defender. And maybe he's, he's not trying hard, but... Dude, how hard is it to guard Compazzo 
and, and, and friggin' Austin Rivers, um, who, by the way, I, I, I liked coming out of Duke. Let me just say about Portland's defense, I whiffed. This was my worst preseason prediction that Robert Covington, who came over from Houston, would be the perfect 3 and D wing. And he's been awful for them. He just It just has not worked out. I don't know if it's a system. I don't know if it's Robert Covington getting old, but he was awful. All right, now we got to get to um, tonight's games, which are pretty ridiculous. I will say, who needs the win the most tonight? I, it's got to be the Clippers. I'm sorry. I 100%. know a lot of people will say Lakers, but Rob, if the Clippers go down 0-2 to Dallas, okay, and they have to go to Dallas, you know... Kawhi Leonard and Paul George are going to be looking at each other in the locker room. All right, which one of us is not here next year? Steve Ballmer don't play. These billionaires are going to be ticked off when they don't deliver and they're paying a massive luxury tax. If they get bounced in the first round, I'm telling you, Rob, that's a wrap for one of those two in L.A. Maybe it's Paul George gets traded. Maybe it's Kawhi says, yo, this ain't for me, fam. I'm out. But if they lose game two, I do not know if the Clippers have the dog in them, as Chris Bouchard loves to say. They got dogs. I don't know if they have. I don't know if they have a dog to come back, Rob. I think the Clippers need this more than anybody. I would totally agree with you. And and there's a big difference between with the Lakers and the Clippers now, because the Lakers, you would think they're going against a better team in Phoenix, you know, relative to what Dallas is. And you would assume if they fall behind 0-2 that they'd be in a bigger trouble because they're going against a better opposition. But when it comes to the Clippers, with them, they are the better team. They are the more talented team. They should be. They are heavily favored in this series to win against Dallas. However, and you brought this up several times on the podcast, their issue has nothing to do with ability. It's all mental. It's all up in their head. And they are one of the most mentally weak teams in the NBA, you know, especially in the postseason. They are quick to fold like a cheap tent. Kawhi Leonard has his reputation that I don't think was earned, really, because of the way he won that championship in Toronto. And Paul George, his reputation is definitely earned because he has a history of flaming in the postseason. So if you're the Clippers, you've already seen, we've seen them blow a 3-1 lead last postseason. And we had um, a few guests say that, hey, they look like they didn't even want to be there because that's how checked out they were. I don't know how you could think if they fall behind 0-2 and then have to go back to Dallas for game three that you're feeling any kind of confidence. This is a must win for them, no it's doubt. It's interesting. You know, you just said something about Kawhi, and I'm, I'm sitting there listening, and it triggered a thought. So after Ter- Kawhi won the title in Toronto, basically everybody said he's the best player in the NBA, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm of the opinion that LeBron was the best player in the league and then Kevin Durant went to Golden State, won the title, won the MVP. Won the title, won the MVP of the finals, obviously. And he was the best player in the league, beating LeBron head-to-head twice. Now, LeBron had vastly inferior teams. Nobody would disagree with that. That being said, what happens to the crown of best player in the NBA when Kevin Durant has it? They're going to beat the Warriors with KD. There's no doubt about that. I'm sorry, they're going to beat the Raptors with KD on the Warriors. And KD gets hurt. Who then, Rob, should be the best player in the in the NBA? Because I'm not a kind of guy who could just give it to Kawhi because 
they won the title and KD was hurt. I, I can't do that. That's that. I'm not about that life. I can't just hand it to the next guy who played well and won the title. I just I don't operate like that. I don't think Kawhi's ever been the best player in the NBA. Do do you? He, I mean, he, what has he proven other than that one eh, win in Toronto when the Warriors were hurt? What, has he really shown you that he's the best player in the league? Never. Never. I, I don't think I've ever even had him like in the top three, to be honest with you. And, and even that season when, uh, you know, that was the year that LeBron didn't even make the playoffs. Kevin Durant, I believe, was the best player at that time. But when he got hurt, and if you have to, di- you know, bestow the the title to somebody else, you can't give it to LeBron because he didn't make the postseason. Can't give it to KD because he's hurt. I honestly, at that point in time, would have probably given it to Steph Curry. Oh, that's because, spicy. Because Steph, you know, he pulled a LeBron basically in that finals. It was him basically by himself offensively against Toronto, against against a team that had won 60-plus games, I believe, three years in a row or something like that. And had he made that three-pointer in game six, you mean to tell me that you don't feel like there's a, not saying a great chance, but a decent chance that he pulls it out in game seven, even without Klay Thompson? Yeah, part of me wonders... Rob, if it went to Kawhi's head, I know he's a great two-way player. It's weird. People are going to hear this and be like, oh, you're a, you're a Kawhi hater. Oh, you're dogging Kawhi. No. Just because I'm saying he's not the best player in the league, I'm not dogging him. Kawhi's a great player. Undeniable. All-NBA guy. Top 10 player in the league. Nobody's taking that away. But the best? I don't know. I've always thought, shout out to Ric Flair, to be the best, you got to beat the best. That's right. And Kawhi did not beat the best. He was hurt. So it's kind of like, you know, in boxing when somebody gets stripped of their title because they were doping or, I don't know, uh, hadn't fought in a while or whatever it is that happens in boxing. It's kind of like up for grabs. And I think LeBron snatched it back when he went to the Lakers. Emphatically. Yeah, and won the title. Now, this year LeBron has been hurt. Jokic is winning the MVP. I don't think anybody would say Jokic is the best player in the NBA, right? Um, No. So I kind of sort of think it's up for grabs. Now, you kind of have to give it to someone, right? You can't just say, well, there's no best player in the NBA. I don't know. I just did that for Kawhi. (laughs) Uh, But I I, I gave it back to LeBron retroactively. Um, I don't know, Rob. Who's the best player in the NBA right now? It's not. It's not. You can't say it's LeBron. Guy took 13 shots in game one. Come on. How could you not say it's LeBron? It's it's LeBron James until proven otherwise. What? Four games in the last 32? That's fine. I don't know. Well, maybe he's got to prove it tonight. Maybe. I, I, I think I, this I, will I, be a LeBron game. This will be an AD game. That's for Oh, sure, this right? will definitely be an AD game. I don't. I haven't even looked at the player props yet, but I can, I'm taking the over on every single one of them. I, I don't know. I haven't even looked at it. I'm already saying take the over. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, That grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. 
Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Michelin test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Only cause for concern with the Lakers is they scored, I think, 90 points, and three of them came on a three-pointer from Caruso with, like, less than two seconds left. So, really, the Lakers were held to 87 points by the Phoenix Suns. Um, That gives me pause, but I remember we had just started this podcast last August, and I think the Blazers took game one from the Lakers in the first round. And they did. Yep. You and I, if we listened back to that, we would probably laugh. But I feel like there was some concern. Lakers, again, shot like 25% from three or some insanely low number. And I want to say I said don't press the panic button, but I might have pressed the panic button. I don't know. Um, I don't know, Rob. Lakers have to win tonight. They cannot lose this game. I don't think 2-0 is a death sentence for the Lakers, but you don't want to be down 2-0 given the injuries to these two guys, LeBron and uh, AD. Right. Now, even if they lost, I wouldn't be concerned because, you know, LeBron-led teams will come back from worse than that. Not not even counting the, the 3-1. I mean, going back to right, you know, but that days was in Miami six, against Boston, five, and they, they were down 3-2 against the big three in Boston. Yeah, and that, that was, that, f- f- come on, that was but 13 I'm just years saying, ago. LeBron it, had like 45-12 and 12 or something. Insane. But when it, I don't think when you it, could do that now. 
when it comes to those kind of comebacks, it's less to do with your ability because all these guys are talented. And LeBron, you know, even though he's fallen off a little bit physically, he's arguably just as good of a player because of how mentally strong he is and the way he picks his spots on the court. But when it comes to those kind of situations, it goes back to the Clippers. It's just about how you approach the game and your mental ability to compartmentalize what's happening and what's going on around you and be able to bring the best out of yourself. So even if the Lakers fell behind 0-2, I still wouldn't be wavering off my Lakers in sixth pick before the series started. But yeah, um, I, I wanted badly the Celtics to, to put up a fight. And they, I'm telling you, first 42 minutes of game one, they were covering, bro. They were right there. And they kind of collapsed late. The big three scored like 80% of their points, I think. Uh, for, for that sounds Brooklyn. about right. Yep. I mean, it was like 82 of 104, something insane. And, you know, it's painful. I was I, just, to, we'll wrap up here, but I was watching the Nets with my kids in the fourth, kind of rooting Celtics to cover. And Kyrie Irving had like two or three back to back, back to back to back, just awesome plays. It, it's all ISO. You notice that with them, right? It's just, it's like James Harden, ISO. KD, get it on the wing, ISO. Kyrie, I, they're not really running plays. And Kyrie got matched up with like Jabari Parker, who I didn't know was in the league. <laughs> Honestly, I did I did not know that. I was unaware that Jabari Parker was a thing playing like 20 minutes a night. And Jabari Parker had like one good block, I think, on someone. And then Kyrie was like, I got this. And just roasted him. Put him in a body bag. And I was just like, ooh. Yeah. I think the Celtics might get swept. And again, you don't want to overreact to one game. I think the Lakers are going to be fine. I, I picked the Mavericks in seven, so I don't think the Clippers are going to rebound. But they probably will win game two. You know, super Yeah, I got important. them winning game two. Yeah. Um, so, so tonight's picks. I am going to take the Lakers. I saw the last line. Lakers were favored by two. Let me just quickly double check that. Uh, I think we're both in agreement. The Lakers win, and we like Anthony Davis props. But just so you know, everybody and their mom is going to be on the same damn thing. Yeah, well, let me just say this quickly. You Sorry, know, back Lakers in- one and a half. One and a half. Last playoffs, I know it was in the bubble, uh, AD shot under 50% in three games. The game immediately following that poor performance, he averaged 32 on 57% shooting the, the next game. That's so, you can use. Ex- expect a big AD game in game two. Clippers were favored by six. It's up to six and a half. I'm not taking the Mavs there. Um, I guess who would be the guy on the Clippers to exert himself in this spot where there's not a ton of pressure? It's probably a Paul George game, right? <laughs> no pressure. Uh, down 1-0. And I, I think Paul George probably has a good game. I would look at his props. Uh, I like the Lakers one and a half. I, I'm not touching the Celtics. I, I wonder if that hits double digits. I just, the only pushback would be the Celtics won it so easily when they tried in the fourth quarter that they go through the motions early and maybe there's like a first quarter play on Boston coming out. Listen, this is a, a a veteran team. I mean, Tristan Thompson's been to the finals a bunch. Jason Tatum, Marcus Smart, they've been to the Eastern Conference finals a lot. They're a proud team, you know? I, I don't see them getting their butts kicked the way Miami no-showed on uh, Monday night. But uh, those are kind of our, our thoughts on tonight's games. And um, Rob, any parting shots before the Lakers take the court? You want to get anything off your chest? Kyle Kuzma's donut, Dennis <laughs> Schroeder's lack of defense, uh, Alex Caruso getting pretty much uh, embarrassed by Devin. Oh, don't you say that. I mean, do it's Devin Booker against a balding like 27-year-old white guy. But. Do not disrespect the GOAT. Look, all, really, really easy. Less Drummond, more Caruso, Lakers big. Relax. 
I would like to see Frank Vogel dust off one of the Morris twin that's on the Lakers. Uh, I think he's had a bunch of DNPs. One lately. day you're going like, to know which one is. I don't know. That's the thing. It's now a game. I don't. No, know. No, you really which one don't know. You try to play like you do. You don't know. I, I think it's Keith, right? <laughs> I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> I'm, not even I'm not even Googling that either. All right, uh, boys and girls, have a good, good Tuesday. Plant yourself in front of the TV Tuesday night. You know, clear off the schedule. Maybe tip back a cold one, an IPA, if that's your fancy. By the way, summer, Rob G, can we agree on one thing before the podcast ends? Summer begins Memorial Day weekend, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, I got so many gosh. vacations planned already, it would be bananas. Oh, that's not good. That's, uh, that's going to hurt the podcast. But anyway, <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.